0: back to the Unlearning podcast and welcome to 2022. My name is Ashley Lynn Hankst and I am your guide, your coach and your biggest cheerleader on your unlearning journey. I hope you had a good holiday season and that you were able to enjoy time with your family and loved ones. I got the chance to spend the holidays for the first time with my wife's family and it was really really wonderful. My wife and her brother took me all over St. Louis and showed me the city and even gave me the chance to go all the way to the top of the arch. I also got the chance to box at the title boxing gym in Maplewood and so that was a lot of fun too. I'm definitely looking forward to going back to St. Louis and spending more time there. But I hope you had a good holiday season. One of the greatest blessings of the holidays is that we get time away and time away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. And so in this time away from from the hustle and bustle of everyday life, I had more time to sit still and to think about God and to think about my own life. And I realized while in St. Louis that I need more time sitting still. And listening to God. It's easier to feel God's presence in stillness and solitude. And so, my experience in St. Louis reminded me about how important that daily time alone with God truly, truly is. It also reminded me of the different ways I have approached this ritual over the years. Many of us have abandoned the daily ritual of devotions when we left the evangelical church. It can be quite triggering to wake up in the morning, to read the very words that have been used to control and cause harm. The very idea of waking up early to spend time with God can be very painful for a lot of people. And so that is you. I just want to acknowledge that and affirm your experience. Please don't do anything that causes anxiety and painful feelings. There are many ways to experience God, and there is no need to limit that to the traditional scripture study. For many of us, scripture has never held a mass appeal. (laughs) We never really see what our pastor sees, and we find any kind of concentrated quiet time quite boring. Now, I would be lying to you if I said, I know how you feel, because... I find everything about Scripture exciting and powerful and life-giving, but I do believe that for some people, this just isn't the case. No matter what your relationship to Scripture might be, I want to encourage you with the fact that there are many ways of connecting with God or the divine. This is not a one-size-fits-all experience. The goal for this daily pause is to create for yourself a regular daily experience of stillness and connection with the divine. A daily moment of pause where you connect with the divine sounds a lot different than doing daily devotions. But that is what daily devotions actually is. It's a daily moment of stillness where your heart and your mind connect with the transcendent. Now, calling God the divine and calling God the transcendent can be very new for a lot of us. Please, please, please don't get turned off by this. It is easy to treat God like Santa Claus or some sovereign genie who, if we prayed enough or read enough scripture or got up every morning at 6 a.m. and just did all those things, that somehow our sovereign genie will give us the life we want. That is not what daily devotions is all about. Daily devotions or the daily pause has never been about that. It's about a moment of stillness, where we spend time thinking about and meditating upon the person and work of the divine in our lives. For many of us, we experience the divine exclusively in the person and work of Jesus. For others of us, our hearts expand in nature or through music. It is very healthy to begin each day thinking and meditating on the goodness that transcends you and your circumstances. It's a lot healthier than waking up and scrolling through Instagram and filling your mind with the chaos of the global news. Not that any of those things are bad. We all should be informed about what's happening around the world. But to begin each day with that before having a, a moment of pause and meditation is very, very difficult and challenging, and it may not be the healthiest way to start your day. And so looking at our time alone with God as a daily moment of stillness where we connect with the divine, I want to provide for you a new vision for what time alone with God can look like. And I promise you, you're going to like the plethora of experiences that God has provided for us. First of all, you do not have to read the Bible every single day to connect with God. Scripture does not have to be a part of your daily stillness routine. It is, for me, Scripture has been a great source of comfort and connection, and it's always been that way in my life. But that's me. That is how Ashley Lynn Hanks connects with God. I truly understand and respect and affirm the fact that the Bible is really not for everyone. For many people, connection with God and all that is transcendent happens in many other ways. For some of us, it happens in guided meditation. I love, love, love the Headspace app and go through a meditation every single morning. I wake up and I meditate. That's what I do every single morning. Right now, I'm going through the acceptance course, which has 10 meditations on deepening acceptance. This is my second time going through that specific course, and so I highly, highly recommend it. I recently discovered Dr. Joy Harden Bradford and her podcast, Therapy for Black Girls. She is amazing and has so many great guided meditations on YouTube. I want to really encourage you to check out Dr. Bradford and to allow her to help you center yourself in the morning or anytime throughout the day through her guided meditations. That is Dr. Joy Harden Bradford and her podcast, Therapy for Black Girls. Again, you can find her on any kind of podcasting platform, but also on YouTube. Another way to connect with God each morning can be taking a long morning walk with your dog. It can also happen on a daily run or a daily workout routine. I know plenty of people who find every morning working out super meditative. Um, I know people who find gardening meditative. I mean, it is cheaper than therapy, but it's also a really wonderful way to connect with the divine. You can listen to a song each morning, maybe a hymn before you get out of bed. Connecting with God can also happen on a daily hike or being out in nature every day. Again, the gardening is just very meditative. However you connect with the divine, it's important that you do so, even in a season of deconstruction. I think so many of us have Understood daily devotions as like our daily, like, download with God. Like, we're going to download all of our moral obligations for that day in this daily time of devotion. And I don't think that's the healthiest way of looking at this experience. Having a daily moment of pause. Is about connecting with ourselves and the divine. And it is a very, very healthy way to give you the space to process your emotions and your feelings without the experience of feeling like you have to do what somebody else wants you to do. I don't read scripture and think, okay, God, tell me what to do today and just take it at face value. I read scripture as like a conversation. I feel like as I'm reading the Bible, the Spirit of God is reading me, and I'm connecting with God, and I'm listening to God, and I'm listening to those gentle nudges. Maybe the gentle nudges are to be more patient, to be more kind, to be more gentle, but most of the time, it's just reminding me of who God is and how much God loves me and loves the journey that I am on. Whatever it is that helps you create space, and I mean like literally creating space inside of your soul, whatever it is that brings you peace, that strengthens your experience of the love of God, please commit to doing it and to doing it every single day. No matter where you are on your unlearning journey, it is really important for you to experience the love of God in your life. God's love and God's presence will provide for you the comfort and encouragement you need to ask hard questions as you process religious trauma and to ask hard questions as you reconstruct a new, healthy, life-giving Christian faith. If you aren't sure how to connect with the divine, take some time to listen to yourself. What do you gravitate towards when you need a break? What do you need to do to create a space in your soul? When do you feel free? When do you feel that space in your soul? Do you go for a walk? Do you go for a hike? Do you spend time weeding the garden? Do you spend time with your dog? Does listening to music or singing upon uh, a hymn, the singing a hymn make you feel closer to God. Take some time to really listen for what helps you connect. For those of us who love reading, I want to encourage you to check out two daily devotional books. These books have been so helpful to me in my deconstruction journey and so I'm really excited to share them with you. First of all, I want to recommend to you Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. That's Melody. M E L O D I E, and then B D B E A T T I E. Her devotional book, The Language of Letting Go, can be found on paperback or on ebook. The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beattie is so very helpful in understanding self love and healthy relationships. The language of letting go is a devotional for people who are codependent. But even if you are not codependent, all of us have learned unhealthy relationship patterns from the people around us. And this book is like taking your brain through a dishwasher. And if you can do that every morning and just read a little bit of this devotional, you will not regret it. It is so, so helpful. Um, and so I really, really want to encourage you to check that out. Another amazing daily devotional book is by Ryan Holiday, and it's called The Daily Stoic. When I first heard about this book, I didn't, I didn't know much about Greek philosophy or stoicism. I thought I had to study the philosophy before I could read the book. But Ryan Holiday does a great job at really teaching us as we read the devotional. Here's an example from the introduction that defines stoicism well. The philosophy asserts that virtue, and I'm quoting Ryan Holiday, the philosophy asserts that virtue is happiness. And it is our perception of things rather than things themselves that cause most of our trouble. Stoicism teaches us that we can't control or rely on anything outside of what Epictetus called our reasoned choice or ability to use reason to choose how we categorize, respond, and reorient ourselves to external events. Let me repeat that. Stoicism teaches that we cannot control or rely on anything outside of our reasoned choice, and that we ought to use our reason to help to choose how we categorize, respond, and reorient ourselves to external events. End quote. Stoicism will help you control your perspective and help you find peace with what you cannot control. So even if you're not into philosophy, this is a great, great book. If you're a parent, I also want to recommend to you Ryan Holiday's Instagram account called The Daily Dad. So it's at Daily Dad, where Holiday gives stoic quotes in relation to parenting. It's super helpful. The last thing I want to recommend in in your time alone with God and in your time alone with the transcendent, with the divine, is for you to journal about your experiences. Journaling doesn't have to be done in a black moleskin with a black point pen. You can journal via Instagram or by maybe posting a photo once a week about what God is teaching you and how God is moving your soul. Or you could use Evernote. I love Evernote because you can include photos and screenshots in your journal. I tend to use black moleskin journals for my time alone with God. And in my journal, I have this sticky note that says, Ashley, this is a way to chart your spiritual growth. Things that God revealed to you, prayers, cares, verses, and aid in your spiritual development as you imperfectly move towards Jesus. End quote. I got that quote from a podcast by Levi Lusco, and that quote really sums up for me all of the treasures that can be mined in a daily time alone with the divine. I mean, I I hope to one day look back on this journal and see all of the ways that God answered prayers and see all of the ways that I grew in my ability to accept life and accept circumstances and see all of the quotes, not just from the Bible, but from authors and, and artists that really inspired me during that particular season of time. The journal, being able to look back on this journal, is a tool to help really reaffirm that God loves you and your experience with that love. However, your journal or however you experience and do journaling, remember to make it personal to you. You don't always have to write out your feelings in a journal. You can include Bible verses or quotes from artists, thought leaders, politicians, your grandma. You can also include receipts from amazing dinners with someone you love or a picture of you on a hike or stickers even. I always save my I voted sticker as a way to remind me of my like moral obligation to vote. One last note to remember, your quiet time can be anywhere from five minutes to an hour. There is no biblical mandate with a time minimum. Do what is best for you and do it every day. Please try to commit to this. You will not regret it. Anytime you take a moment to pause and sit still and listen for the voice of the divine, you are opening up your heart to be filled by the Spirit. Jesus once described himself as the vine, and we are the branches. Having a daily quiet time of stillness where you connect with God in your own way helps you to abide in the divine and to abide in Christ. Christ. And it helps you to remember that your experience of God transcends all that you're going through today and that your experience of God's love is still there despite what's going on in your life. I promise you having a daily time alone with God will only make your life better. So please take time to think about that and to think about how you can incorporate your daily pause. Thank you again for joining me on this episode. I am so excited about this year and all of the episodes that got lined up for you. Please stay tuned, please subscribe, and please think about how you can have a time alone with God. Until next time, my name is Ashley Lynn Hankst and you are listening to The Unlearning Podcast.